Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting live from an undisclosed location, it's Patient Zero and Mickey P, and this is Mixture of Variety. Indeed, you are now tuned in to the hottest podcast across the land, the hottest podcast across the globe, and definitely, motherfuckers, definitely, the hottest podcast on castbox.fm. Are you ready? Let's go! Hey, 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 one time, get, get, hey, 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 two time. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, you better ask somebody. This is, this is, this is. Mixture of variety, I go by the name of Patient Zero. Give it up one time, give it up one time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We always start with a banger, and we always end with a banger, ladies and gentlemen. What's going on, everybody? What's cracking? What's happening? What's popping? What is going down? What is going down? Now, you already know, it's Wednesday night. What's the Wednesday night vibes like? Let me know, let me know, let me know. Let me know, let me know, let me know. Wednesday night means Nikki P will be joining us in a second. Yes, indeed, yes, indeed. (coughs) Oh, yeah, you already know. You already know. So we're going to have some fun tonight. You know, we're going to have a distraction from this crazy world. This world is too crazy, ladies and gentlemen. This world is too crazy. But speaking of a crazy world, make sure you check out our live stream, YouTube, live show on YouTube. Make sure of Roddy Podcast on YouTube, Friday night, 9 p.m. sharp. We're going to see if we can do this live and we can see if we can actually get people watching live. Uh, we usually don't do that because of how YouTube is set up. They have to analyze and, you know, go through our shit before it's actually live. Um, So we might not be able to do it exactly live, but either way, there's going to be a new show on Friday. So make sure you check that out. And we have a special guest, and she goes by the name of Jay the Patriot. So Jay the Patriot will be following us. (laughs) Will be following us. I was going to say will be joining us. And then if you want to follow her on social media... IG, Rumble, and wherever else you want to check her out at. It's at Real Talk with Jada Patriot. That's at Real Talk with Jada Patriot. And you can follow her. And on Friday, we're going to no holes bar. You feel me? We're going to go in. Okay. Um, we've had some distraction, distracting type of shows. Um, which, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. We need that in this world because of how crazy it is. But on Friday, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you come prepared because we're going all in. We're going balls deep in this bitch. Make sure you 
check us out. You don't want to miss that. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's 9 p.m. Eastern, which means it's my favorite time of day. Hopefully, it becomes your favorite time of day as well. <coughs> Excuse me. I apologize for my allergies. I um, August is my worst month for allergies, and I can't even tell you how bad they've been today. They've been bad all month, but today it's just been insanity. Um, and literally 10 minutes before the show, I sneezed about 10 or 11 times. Um, so now I sound nasally and my throat is itchy and my throat sounds like uh, it's hoarse. And it was just perfect timing, right? Perfect timing right before the show. So hopefully I sound all right. <laughs> I, I think I sound different because I, I hear my own voice. But 9 p.m. Eastern is my favorite time of day. Ladies and gentlemen, and hopefully becomes your favorite time of day as well. We actually do go live on CastBox Monday and Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. And when we say we go live, those are the nights that we record our podcast. And then if people come into the room and they want to interact and say what's up or curse us out or troll or, you know, become a, a fan, like follow the host, whatever it is, like either way, we love it all and we invite it all. And we are... <sighs> <laughs> just extremely grateful that you guys listen to the show and of course spread the word of the show like the delta variant please do that's uh the number one thing just tell one person about the show tell a couple of people about the show tell people at your work about the show and that's how it spreads like the delta variant and we are very grateful to have you guys so with that being said, that's Monday and Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Friday, like I already said, we have a YouTube show. And uh, sometimes we have a host. And, I mean, obviously, every every night we have a host. But sometimes we have a special guest. <laughs> and um, sometimes we don't. Sometimes it's just me and Nikki P. But either way, you get to see my handsome face and you get to see her beautiful face. And we go live on YouTube. And it's definitely a lot of fun. It's totally different than the audio show. The audio show we've been doing since February 2020. Literally right before the pandemic. <clears throat> and then the pandemic hit. And we just went a lot more harder. Uh, meaning, you know, because there was people that were quarantined. And, you know, we had lockdowns. And we had all this shit. We were thinking that we might as well just go more often. Go live more often. And there was a long period of time we were going five days a week. But uh, after the last couple of months, it's just been a little bit too much. So now we go three days a week and it's actually perfect. But uh, you know what? I'm actually lying to you because we actually don't go three days a week. We actually do have bonus shows. We have bonus material. Um, and especially on the weekend, uh, we've been doing Savage Saturday on Saturday. And we've been doing Sunday Spirituality. <coughs> First show ever a couple of Sundays ago. So you never know when we're going to do a show and the way to find out and the way to keep informed is to follow us on IG. Our Instagram is the way to go. That is our social media outlet. Okay. That's our social media platform that we use that we tell people what's going on with the show and let people know that we have a bonus show and let people know that we're going live on Saturday or Sunday or whatever's going on. So make sure you follow us on IG at mixture of variety. <clears throat> oh man, I'm I'm clogged up. So anyway, with all that being said, what is mixture of variety? Well, let me tell you. I'm gonna break it down right now. Mixture of variety is a mixture of ideas and a variety of topics, which equals mixture of variety. We put the odd in pod, ladies and gentlemen. We put the odd in pod. We truly do. We truly do. Everybody and their mom has a podcast these days, so we got to stand out. We try to do that. And hopefully if you're sticking with us or maybe you've been a mixer and you've been listening to us for a minute, you already know what time it is. We definitely try to stick out and stand out. And you already know <laughs> that we definitely accomplish that. Okay. If nothing else, we definitely accomplish that. So now, like I said, we've been doing this since... February 2020, the audio show. We've been doing YouTube since January of this year. Every Friday is a new episode. But is that all we talk about? What do we talk about? I'll tell you. We can talk about anything from mental health and addiction. 
It's having sex with gay midget aliens, ladies and gentlemen, gay midget aliens. And that is a huge gap to fill. That's what he said. And, you know, there's there's it's a lot to uh, there's a lot more that we talk about besides that, because we've been doing this forever. OK, so we have over 250 shows. If we talked about everything that we talked about, obviously, we'd be here all night. <clears throat> However, let me just break down the highlighted shows. OK, the in-betweeners, as Nikki P calls them. We talk about mental illness, mental health. Addiction, sobriety, and recovery. Experiences in a halfway house or rehab. Hey, check it out. We're doing that tonight, ladies and gentlemen. You saw that already before you came into the room, or you saw that already when you're, you know, when you saw um, any podcast platform that we are on. Because uh, I forgot to mention that we are on all podcast platforms, from Spotify to Apple to iHeart to Stitcher to Google to everywhere. All you have to do is go there and check us out and type in "Make Sure Variety Podcast." <clears throat> We are there, okay? Um, but we haven't done this in a while. We haven't done this topic in a while, and it's going to be a lot of fun. You guys are going to learn something, and you guys are going to laugh for sure. LGBT life. Shout out to my LGBTQIA plus PTSD alphabet community. I love yous. Relationships, current events, and news. Yeah, we definitely talk about current events and news, especially lately because it's been a shit show beyond shit shows. So we're going to talk about current events and news on Friday. But like I said, remember, bring your fucking (laughs) whatever you got to bring because we're going in. Okay, we're going in. Sex, ladies and gentlemen, usually every other Wednesday. So not this Wednesday, but usually every other Wednesday we talk about sex. Then we have a sex show. Hip hop, mindfulness. Let's take a deep breath right quick. Take a deep, slow breath and just remind ourselves where we are currently planted. Okay, where our feet are currently planted. And remember that this moment is all we have. Let me hear the bell. Here we go. Sometimes people really do forget that. You know, sometimes really um, people forget that they're in the moment and really they forget that this moment is all we have. This moment is truly all we have, ladies and gentlemen. This exact moment is is exact is all we have. We can't project the future, and the past is already the past. We are currently in this moment, and we talk about that often. And it's actually intertwined into a lot of the shows that we talk about because mindfulness is it covers a broad spectrum and a broad area of topics, and it is intertwined into everything. Spirituality. Uh, make sure to check us out on Sunday. I'm going to do for sure Sunday spirituality part two because that part one was amazing. <clears throat> Only reason why I didn't do it last Sunday is because we were celebrating my sister's birthday. Otherwise, I would have done it. But uh, I'm going to try to do it like, you know, 12, 1 o'clock, something like that on Sunday. Be prepared. Follow us on IG at Make Sure Variety. UFOs and aliens, conspiracy theories, random topics, and so much more. But above all, ladies and gentlemen, above all, positive energy and laughs is what it's about. Positive energy and laughs. And speaking of positive energy and laughs, my beautiful co-host, Nikki P, <laughs> is here with us. Give it up one time. Give it up one time. That's me all the time. Positive hey. energy and laughs. You're hey. a you're a ball of positive energy and laughs, aren't you? I sure am. Yes, you are. Most of the time. Oh my god, there's a spider. Sorry, <laughs> I have to kill it. I can't. I fucking can't. You know what the thing is? Like, I've lived in this house for three years, okay? Yeah. Over three years. Mm-hmm. And eh! Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. It's dead. So, look, if I see huge gross spiders, which I have in the basement, even the first floor, fine, whatever. You're closer to the ground, I get it. But when I see them upstairs, (laughs) two floors from the ground, I'm like, hell no. Yeah. Well, so in the last in the... two months, there's been a huge one in my in my tub, and I'm like, "Fuck! Did it come out of the drain?" Oh, the tub is bad. The tub is rough. That sucks. That's what like I was literally going to take a bath. I see this huge spider, and now this one. 
Oh yeah, that the most rough. spiders I've seen upstairs since I've lived here, and that's why I'm like, where are you coming from? Yeah, right. Well, I mean, they're all through the walls and the roof and the everywhere. Oh, thanks. I mean, you know, that's just that's just where they chill out and they lay their eggs, and then like six thousand babies come out. And you never know where they can't wait. End can't up. Wait. But now is the time, right? And around the summertime, you know, like when it's when it's cold, I'm assuming that there's not that many. Listen to this, since we're talking about you know <laughs> horrific um, situations with insects, you're not going to believe no. this. Oh God, I'm scared. My my car, unfortunately, is parked a lot. Okay, it's like it's just parked. So you know how like when bees, like regular bees. Or, yeah, I'm not gonna say hornets, but like bees, when they they can build a nest pretty quickly, and then you see like a little um one of those little uh what are they called the honeycomb, honeycomb. things yeah. yeah you see like a small one and you see like a couple bees around it and you're just like oh shit like they're building a nest yeah okay so whatever so I don't think anything of it so I go in my car and oh my God. you're seriously not gonna believe this i'm driving by i'm driving i'm actually driving oh god i'm fucking driving and <laughs> i turned on the vent like the vent the to AC. like yeah to like clear off the the windshield okay and i turn it on and four fucking bees come out of my vent get out I, I got stung. I actually got stung. You guys are going to think that I'm making this up, but I swear on everything. I actually got stung in between. Um, I'll send you a picture, Nikki P, so you believe me. I got stung <laughs> in between, like, um, the other side of my um, elbow. Okay. You know, they just came out. And, of course, they came out and they were pissed off. You know, I just, I, I, oh I ruined their God. slumber. <laughs> They were home. Right. They were just chilling. And I was like, and while I was driving, so I was just like, oh, okay, mindfulness, breathing, breathing. You know, I was just like, in my mind, I'm just like, I know this is not going to end well. And it didn't end well. Oh, my God. Just such a shit show. I just can't with insects. They have their purpose, but it's like, I just can't. I just can't. I just can't. <sighs> and spiders in the tub. Ugh. That's, Dude, that's I've really seen right. some like huge spiders in this home. Mostly <laughs> yeah. in the garage, you yeah, know, yeah. and that extra room downstairs where you expect it. Right, for sure. But like again, you know, ideally my boyfriend and I wanted to make that downstairs room like an entertainment room and I'm just like, I'm sorry, I've seen way too many spiders down here for my liking. To have like yeah. a huge couch, yeah, or any like I'm not no, <laughs> right, right. I'm not doing it. Yeah, it well, will continue to be the storage room. Yeah, exactly. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you know we didn't expect uh, to bug you out, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, speaking of bugging you out, um, this podcast is where it's at, and I'm happy that you joined us because. This podcast is our thoughts, views, and opinions because that's how people have. I mean, that's why people have podcasts is because uh, you know to share their thoughts, views, and opinions. But more importantly, Nikki P. More importantly, our life experiences, strength, strength and hope, and the reason why. Yeah, and the reason why. I mean, that's like that's the most important thing because then we can help people, we can reach out to people, we can connect to people, and we can, you know, that's that's really where where it's all about. And that's the reason why we started to do the podcast in the first place. So it is a beautiful thing. And we definitely do reach people. And if we're putting this information and this energy into the universe, you never know who's going to be on the other side and, and receive it. So, <coughs> excuse me. Nikki P, I, I have to apologize to you. I sound like shit. I sneezed. I <laughs> you sneezed. sound yeah. like I, allergies are going on. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I had to apologize to the audience because I have the worst allergies in August. You know, anyway. But 10 minutes before the show, I literally sneeze like 11 times and I can't. I just can't. Like my throat is itchy. My throat hurts. Like I have no voice. It's like I lost my voice and I'm all nasally and stuff like that. So it's just like, oh, perfect yeah. timing. Perfect. Perfect timing. <laughs> 10 minutes before the show, I sound like shit. But we got to keep it moving. So anyway, we do have a disclaimer, ladies and gentlemen. The disclaimer is if you were hypersensitive or get butt hurt easy, this podcast is definitely not for you. Sick and twisted dark humor, vulgar, uncensored language, and politically incorrect conversations are just some of the things 
and fun. <clears throat> You're here <laughs> on Mixture of Variety, which means, Nikki P, listener, discretion is definitely advised. Well, back in my day. Was there allergies back in your day, Nikki P? <laughs> huh? I mean, Granny. I can't hear you. Can <laughs> yes. What did you say? What did you say? Never mind, Granny. Never mind, Granny. Just never mind. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's Granny. Their co-host of the show. We love <laughs> her to death. here. She's here. She's not going to miss the episode. I think she's a little bit disappointed, Nikki P, because, you know, Wednesday, every other Wednesday is her sex show. So I think she thought yeah. that it was a sex show. Whatever. Either way, she's here and she wants to hear about, you know, what we're talking about tonight, which is our <laughs> stories in rehab and halfway house, um, because I believe <laughs> she needs to go back. Yeah. And I think in the last, you know, 101 years of her existence, I believe that she's been to plenty. Um, so I'm sure that she's going to be excited to hear all the stories, but yeah, I mean, Nikki P, you want to just tell people real quick about granny? Oh, granny. Oh, granny. What can I say about granny? Well, let's see. She is a hundred and we think 101 years old now. I believe so. Um, she has dementia and Alzheimer's. Uh, she may have sundowner syndrome. Actually, she does. And she comes to the show every day of the week, even though we're only here three times a week. <laughs> right. So anywho, she kept coming and we were just like, who is this crazy little lady? She's tatted from head to toe. She does all the drugs, gets arrested on the weekly, daily basis. And yeah, one day she kept coming in. Uh, the sex show was on Fridays. But it didn't matter. She always brought in this crazy bag. And finally, the bag kept growing. So one day, it was <laughs> this three-foot bag. And she's all of 4'2". So we grabbed security to check the bag, uh, nice. which I guess they missed every other time she came in. We figured it was an AK-47, and we didn't want her lighting up the place because of the sound downer, sundowner syndrome. Exactly. <laughs> But it was not an AK-47. No. It was Unfortunately, a... it wasn't. <laughs> Unfortunately, it wasn't. <laughs> and fortunately, it was a three-foot dildo. Yeah, it sure was, ladies and gentlemen. And, you know... <laughs> With all of that that Nikki P said, and then on top of that, you know, like bailing her out of jail, and you know, get, she's always getting arrested in a nursing home, and she's just a fucking hot mess. But you know, either way, we love her to death, and we knew that we had to make her a co-host of the show for that reason. You know, we just thought that she would fit perfectly with the show. And the thing is, is like I said, like I said earlier, we try to do things a little bit differently because everybody has a uh, podcast. So we have to stand out and do things differently. Well, thank you, granny. Thank you, <laughs> granny, because you definitely helped us out for sure. Oh, shit, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, we have some breaking news. And the breaking news comes in the form of a segment that we like to call mini holidays. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, mini holidays. Why? Because every day okay. is a holiday. Unhinged. Unhinged as usual. Nikki P. So ladies and gentlemen, check this out. Nikki P is gonna break down many holidays, but real quick. Welcome to the second segment of the show. You are officially a mixer. You made it this far on the show. We are proud of you. Welcome. You are a mixer. And this is everybody's favorite segment of the show. Mini holidays. Ah, oh, shit. Here we go again. Oh, fuck. I can't believe you've done this. Ain't nobody got time for that. I think we got time we for We got it, time. I think we, we got sure time. Yes, we, we sure do. We sure do. Let's so knock them out. mixture of yeah. variety. We Let believe every time. day is a holiday. And we should be grateful and thankful for the things that we don't have instead of hateful and resentful for the things that we don't have. So, let's bang these out. Yes, let's do it. It is Kiss and Make Up Day. Oh, What's today, Nikki share that to my friend group. Oops. Wait, what is today? It is Wednesday, August 25th. Oh, all right. Fantastic. 
hump right. day, as yes. we call it. Kiss and, and makeup also, day. <laughs> kiss and makeup day. Nice. I Should like I it. screen shoot sh screen shoot <laughs> this and send it to the group chat? <laughs> I think you definitely should. I think it's time. It is time. Fucking animals. Nikki P, it's also National Banana Split Day. That actually mm, looks fucking amazing. My fave. Like I'm kind of like I gotta be one of those people that are in the mood for one, but that looks amazing. I want one right now. What's next? Well, if you didn't know, Patient Zero, because I didn't know, it is National Lamington Day. <laughs> um, Lamington Day? All right. Does anybody know <laughs> like what that laminating? Is? What is it? <laughs> that would be awesome. National la Laminating. Okay, I can't even say it. Laminating Day. That would be awesome. Oh, it's a dessert. Oh, okay. Of course it is. So why does it have that bingo card on it? <laughs> <laughs> so weird. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's also okay. National Park Service Founders Day, which I did celebrate today. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I did celebrate that. Yes, indeed. I found a forest ranger, and we did it in the woods. <laughs> I love forest rangers. Yes. It is also National Secondhand Wardrobe Day. Okay. Shouts to all the. Um, Goodwills out there, right? Salvation Love Army. Love ya. Yeah, most stuff. They're actually fun to go in. Like, I, I, I never get clothes. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I never get clothes. But, like, some of the stuff that they have in the back, like the weird old shit, I love. I actually yeah. love. And it's like, it'll be like 40 cents or something, it'll say on the back. It's All crazy. Right. right? It's also Nicky P, Na National Whiskey Sour Day. Ew. National Whiskey Sour Day. What are you guys drinking on? I actually used to really like that drink a lot. Really? Yeah, it's so simple. It's just two ingredients, but I used to like it a lot. Uh, three. They're missing the cherry. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They are. End it with a bang, Nikki P. End it with a bang. End it with a bang. Everything the world should take note of. Willing to lend a hand Wednesday. Oh my god, we need that more than ever. We need it now more than ever. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Mini Holidays for Wednesday, August 25th. Give it up one time. Give it up one time. Woo! All right, so we have plenty of time uh, to talk about what we're talking about. And Nikki P, I just want to let you know that I did not even write anything down. Oh man! This All is right. this is freestyle stories off the top of the head, because why not? You know, why not? So I was thinking that we can maybe start talking about rehab stories, and then we can take it to halfway house stories. What do you think about that? Yes. Want to do that? Okay. Yeah. All right, so first of all, Nikki P, how many rehabs have you been to in your life? Uh, one. Just one? All right. Just one. All right, fantastic. <laughs> studio, I think the studio audience likes that. Oh. <laughs> all right, all right. Studio audience, I've actually been to three rehabs. Oh, okay. <laughs> they like that even better, sick bastards. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so. So why? I guess we'll start with why. Like, why? Why did you go into rehab one? Quick story. Like, just like. Yeah, yeah, sure. What was that breaking? The you know the straw on the cam that broke the camel's back, whatever. The sure. Is. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's when. I think um, you know people call it in the sobriety recovery addiction world. They call it rock bottom right so when you hit rock mm -hmm. bottom like real rock bottom there's there's times when you hit you you think you hit rock bottom <laughs> but yeah, it's like no. no you know that rock bottom can have a trap door and you could possibly go even further down um i think for me to sum up you know 15 16 17 years of using because i was using after that as well um i was living in my car because i got evicted and I was 
whoring myself. You know, I was an escort slash prostitute to make any money. And the only money that I really had was to pay my cell phone bill because that's where I was like connecting with people. And yeah, I was shooting meth every other day and I would be awake for, you know, long periods of time. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to die. I think I'm going to die and I think I need help. And the only help that I knew was, that existed was in New York was my family because I was living in Florida. And then once I <laughs> once I came to New York, I was like, oh, I'm so happy because they don't have meth. And I found meth within like a week or two Damn. and started doing meth. And then I pawned everything in my mom's house and I pawned her wedding ring and I did all these things. And that was right before I went into rehab. So I felt like, yeah, I don't I don't. If I got any worse, I think it would be a really bad situation. So when I threw myself in rehab, it was like, I didn't know what to expect. You know, it was only three weeks. My insurance only paid for three weeks because I was like, what am I going to learn or do in three weeks if I've been if I've been using fucking drugs for 15 years, you know, up to that point, you know. So but then at that point, after the three weeks, luckily, I went to a homeless shelter for a couple weeks and then I went to the halfway house and we'll get to that in a second but what about you nikki b what about me well let's see i too also thought you know everything was under control and again i will say like starting in into drugs and everything like i literally i didn't do it on my first time alone not like oh what does cocaine feel like? Like, what do all these things feel like? I was always around people. And I'm not, yeah. like, blaming anyone. But, like, I just feel like it started as a group thing and as, like, a social thing. And it ended to me doing things all on my own. You know what I'm saying? Like, it started sure. out as social and then, like, you're alone Doing drugs, drinking, Mm -hmm. and going through job after job, Mm -hmm. and then thinking you have everything together, but, like, for me, like, I'll never forget, I went out with this guy one night, and I felt, I was so sick, I was so sick, like, I was definitely, like, getting over the flu, getting the flu, something, a cold, Mm. I'm like, no, let me go out, because I don't want to be home, so I go out. Mind you, I've sold, like, all my jewelry. I stole from my family. It's also the behaviors that come with it. Everything was a lie. Oh, absolutely. And not even, like, a white lie. Like, oh, I didn't do that. But no, (laughs) like, having a whole elaborate story. (laughs) Right. So it's the behavior, too. And the thing that, you know, broke my back, my camel's back, was going out that night with some idiot guy... And just, like, drinking so many shots and then crashing my car. Like, flipping my Jeep, Mm. going to the hospital, having cocaine on me to do when I got home. But they got rid of that. Having a a blood alcohol level of 2.20. Yeah. The legal limit's point zero eight. Yeah. So Fuck. almost. Do you remember doing it? Times. Do you remember doing it? Or did they tell you that you flipped your car? Do you remember doing it? Oh, I remember. Oh, okay. I remember. It was very scary. I didn't realize how bad it was until, like, everyone was outside. And mind you, it's two in the morning. And, like, my hand, I had a Jeep. I landed upside down. And somehow the roof disconnected and my hand was literally i'm upside down seatbelt on thank god and my hands pinned in between the road and the jeep on top of it that's when i panicked and then they bring me to the hospital and like i was just so sad i was so sad i couldn't even cry it wasn't even sad it was like no hope wow the car was holding my thing my life together then I get kicked out of my house the next day. Oh, wow. <laughs> then I'm staying with one of my girlfriends. And, you know, my mom was calling. You know, there were only, there's only 
like rehabs that will really just accept you in, there's only maybe like two. Yeah. You got to call and call. And finally, my mom got me into one. And yeah. And even that two weeks living at my friend's house, like I brought drugs into her house when her yeah. ex-fiance had a drug problem. The yeah. fiance's yeah. cousin was staying there. He didn't do drugs anymore because he was an addict. And of course, I'm like, you should do it with me. So he did that caught, you know, again, it was just like not being mindful and just wow. Wow. All right. So now we told you guys the story of how we got into the doors of rehab. And Nikki P is totally right because unfortunately it's fucking crazy. But a lot of times you can't even, if you feel like you're ready mentally emotionally physically it doesn't mean shit if you walk into a place and you say you know you throw yourself at the doorstep and you're like yo i need help they could be like fuck off either we're mm-hmm. full or we can't do nothing about it right now or you know or are you, you on need the to list? be here withdrawing like you need yes. to be you exactly. need to be on the drug or drink yeah and like exactly. withdrawing and that's when they help you i mean and that's how i got in yeah which is some bullshit. It's sad but that's to how say, mental health and addiction are at the bottom of the totem pole. Yeah, hundred percent. And then goes nursing homes. Like it's it's really screwed up how it works. Yeah. Well, so then when you're in there, once you're actually in there, <laughs> do you feel like you got some help? <laughs> I mean, I know we have some stories. I want to talk about some crazy stories more than just getting help. But like, once you were in there, you were in there for what thirty days. The 60. 60 days. 60. Okay, that's that's really good. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. I really know where good. to go. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know what um, my plan was going in. You're gonna laugh. What's my that? plan in going in was like, okay, I'm gonna do this. I literally told I was bartending. I told my boss. She said, "Oh no, you're gonna get sucked into the cult." I said, "No, I'll be back at work in a month." <laughs> Ah, nice. So I'm here thinking, oh, I'm going to leave in 30 days. I'll stay at my friend's house and I'll continue to bartend and everything will be fine. Yeah. Well, no. Okay. Well, we always we always think that. Yeah, we always think that. I mean, listen, when I went to the first, you know, rehab, I did learn some stuff. I learned for I learned about AA and NA meetings for the first time. I had this Mm -hmm. guy tell me. I tell the story all the time, but I had this guy tell me um, we were all sitting in a group. It was an AA meeting, an NA meeting, or just a regular group. I forgot what it was. And this guy takes out a, a um, stack of paper, okay, a stack mm-hmm. of loose leaf paper or, like, you know, printer paper, whatever, white paper. He has a stack of it, and he's like, all right, check this out. He takes the first sheet off of the top, and he throws it on the floor, and he's like, that's the drugs and alcohol. Congratulations, you stopped doing drugs and alcohol. Now this mm-hmm. is the shit that you have to work on. And I was like, fuck you. It's true, though. It's so true. And a lot of addicts don't realize that. A lot of addicts are just like, well, I could just stop and, you know, whatever. Like, the reason behind using is what it's all about. And like you said, Nikki P, you already said attitudes and behaviors. That's exactly what it is about. That's why they have rehabs. They have rehabs for a certain amount of time where you... If you're, you know, if you're doing, if you're in a rehab for 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, especially 90 days, it becomes a habit and your life changes because it's a habit. You know, you're just doing what you know what to do because you're living in a situation or you're living in a place. And there's some for six months. 100%. Yes. To a year. Yes, exactly. There was one that I went to that was supposed to be 90 days. That was supposed to be 90 days. (laughs) And then if you wanted to, you had the option of staying there and working there. They had like a, like a farm or some shit like that. Oh, like you neat. can stay there and work as a farm, uh, like working, doing farm chores and whatever. But at the same time, you're staying there. So, and it, and it did lead up to about six months. So I'm thinking in my head, I'm just like, wow, that's kind of cool. I couldn't, I couldn't deal. I couldn't, I couldn't hang. Let's just say, um, because that was the second <laughs> rehab that I went to. And I called, my boyfriend and I called my mom and I was like, after 30 days, I was like, I have to get the fuck out of here. Why, it was too though? much. It was too much for me because you have to figure Nikki P. 
my anxiety you have to figure like my 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 anxiety my panic my you know feeling like i i can't be around people you know I did that for 30 days and it's supposed to be for 90 days. And you have to figure that there was 180 guys there, mm-hmm. not even girls, not even girls. Cause if there was girls there that I could connect with and talk to and go over and talk, no, you can't. I mean, cause my third rehab, you couldn't even go over to the girls section, but there was actually girls there. Um, like we would, we would see them like on the field, like outside, if we were outside. But, yeah. That was like mine. We had to go yeah. down the same hallway. We couldn't even look at each other. Yes, exactly. You couldn't even Which look at I each other. Which I have a story pertaining to that. Yeah, exactly. Let's get right into that because, but that's what I'm saying. Like I couldn't <laughs> hang. You would think, you would think that, you know, going into a rehab, me, patient zero, going into a rehab with 180 guys, I would be pregnant, right? I would walk, I would be, I would leave pregnant hundred percent, but it was not like that at all. <laughs> With quadruplets. <laughs> quadruplets, yeah. It was really it was really rough. It was really rough. But yeah, go ahead. Tell your stories about like how strict it was because I remember some of the rehabs that I went to were so strict. It was like boot camp. Yeah, like it wasn't boot camp level, but like damn, I really looked at my behaviors. I really looked at how crazy my lives could be at times. Like one of my girlfriends, she makes fun of me now, like, oh, the raccoon story when I calling out of work. And I'm like, you don't even know the half. Yeah. Like you don't. So in rehab, okay. So like, yes, it was co-ed, but like the guys stayed downstairs. We were upstairs. They'd have to come up to get their meds. Yes. And all that shit. <laughs> we couldn't really like look look at each other, but somehow, you know, people maneuver notes and what have you. And I'll never forget, like this guy and I looked at each other, and I was like, "Oh, he's really cute." And then I would pretend I had a headache to go to like the nurses' station. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, or like the one room was right across from like where the boys lined up. And I had to do my treatment plan. So I'm like cutting pictures and doing my thing all alone. And the guy's there and I'm like smiling. And mind you, I'm there for 40 days now. So this is like down the road. Oh, yeah. I'm established. I'm like making connections. Don't talk to any of those people now. But I met really nice people, really good people, all different walks of life. And... The, my one roomie, Natasha, she's like, oh, here's some guy want me to give this to you. And I'm oh, like, shit. was he the bald guy? She goes, yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. I, I was eyeing him for like a week or two. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. He ends up leaving. He was there for like 60, 80 days. He was there a while. Yeah. So we kept talking and I he came to visit me. And I had to say, we knew each other before. Mm. I'm like, isn't that crazy? What are the odds we're in the same rehab? Like, and I'm going with it. So yeah. my two counselors, I love them. And they they knew when something was up. Wanda <laughs> was like, Nicole, you didn't know him. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I did. Dude, she'd yeah. let me like sneak on the phone for extra time. I mean, She got in trouble, and I don't know who told on her or what. It definitely was not me. But her and the other guy were cool as fuck. So he visits me and whatever. All the girls are excited. Like, we had a good time. Yeah. There were some bad eggs, of course, and people got into fights, but nothing crazy. Yeah. And so he comes, and then it's like three days later. And I get... Granted to go to a halfway house in upstate. And I'm excited. I'm like, finally, I have a finish D. I'll have my coin out and blah, blah, blah. And during fucking art therapy with the clay, there was an intern shadowing the psychologist. So I told her, I'm like, I didn't know him. We were talking about him. Uh, And I'm like, I didn't know him before here fucking art therapy man she's like i have to tell on you she was like i have to tell on you and mind you my counselor was like hitler she's a great lady (laughs) but she does not play she happened to be my mother's counselor when my mother went to this place 
Okay. For pot, mind you. Nothing yeah. like crazy. Yeah. So I get told on and my counselor talks to me and look, I told on myself, I did lie. And I was like, she was like, you have to leave. And there was like a homeless shelter down the road. Yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. For three days. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've never, like, I didn't know. I'm, I'm like, so I don't get a coin. Like I put in all this work. Yeah, yes. Right. I fucked up. I impressed the shit out of my counselor when I was reading my treatment plan. She couldn't believe the insight I really had to who I was. Because it's been there the whole time. I just was clouding it to be an idiot, essentially. Yeah, right. And she was, she gave me a coin and she's like, you don't deserve a coin out. I was hysterical. Ew. Yeah, I mean, we've talked after, like, we're cool, but I get it. She was doing her job, and Mm -hmm. I get it. I can understand. That's the difference between then and now. Right, sure, of course. So I go to lunch. I'm crying. The girls give me a coin out right then and there. And then, so that was really sweet. And again, I wish, I, I hope they're all well, but... You know, then I go to this homeless shelter for three days and I continued to talk to the guy, told him what happened. He felt awful. Now, I I don't want him to feel awful, you know, and like, look, now he's engaged and yeah, yeah. well wishes. We keep in touch very lightly. Hey, proud of you. Vice versa. I always felt, Nikki P, that that love connection that you have in a rehab, I feel like a lot of people go through that. Um, I know for sure that I was doing, I was in the kitchen one time working, like washing the dishes and stuff. Cause there was this one rehab that you had to have a job at all times. Mm-hmm. And I remember that specifically, this was the one where they had like 20 girls and like, uh, <laughs> 70 guys, let's say. And we were on other sides of the cafeteria and when we we're walking by, we couldn't look at each other and all that stuff. And I would, I would, I would see like notes underneath the, the plates for certain guys, yeah. you know what I mean? And they would look at me and be like, yo, could you give it to this, you know, the guy? And I'm just like, fuck, I'm, I'm thinking in my head. I'm just like, I don't want to get, you know, in trouble for that shit, you know? But like, it would, it would definitely happen. And for me, it didn't happen at rehab. You already know the story, but other people don't know the story. It happened mm-hmm. at the halfway house. So we're yes. going to get to that in one second because I don't want to, I know we're pushed for time. I just want to say for the rehabs we'll that I went two. to. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The rehabs that I've been to overall, Okay, there was definitely ones that were more strict than others, but there was rehabs that were boot camp. And the reason why I say boot camp is because you literally had to make sure that your bed was so flat that you had to bounce a quarter off of it. And there was nothing around it or under it, like no, not even a book, like everything had to be in your locker. And then as far as the showers, yeah, it was just it was just crazy. Then as far as the showers, there was just like, you know, Remember in rehab, I mean, I don't think it matters which rehab you go to, but we weren't allowed to have razors. Oh, no, absolutely not. So could you imagine me 60 days, not not a razor? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, absolutely not. My first not. night at the homeless shelter, they didn't have hot water. I took the most cold fucking shower in January, mind you. And I yeah. shaved the shit out of my body. Sorry, yeah. I just had to get that out there. No, listen, it, it's you like you brought one up of those shower, things. and I'm like, oh god. Yeah, it's one of those things, like, because obviously that's no how it is. Tips. Right, but listen, obviously that's how it is at a psych ward, and I've been to the psych ward three times, so obviously you can imagine they're not going to give you a fucking razor if you're in a psych ward. But it's the same exact thing because people have mental illness issues, and they go to a rehab, and they don't want to. You know what I mean? They, that's exactly the same thing. So they will not let you have shit like that. And then you just look a hot mess after, you know, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. And, you know, the shower situation was whatever. It was more like a public shower. It was not, you know, just like several showers in a row and like just mad guys. I didn't, I didn't mind that. But like, and then it was just like, you know, lockers and whatever. But the fact that like when we were even waiting for breakfast at fucking 6 a.m., you know, you couldn't even you couldn't even not only could you not even look at each other, but you were standing there like it was COVID because it was like social distancing and and looking like straight ahead and you couldn't touch the wall like you couldn't lean on the wall. It was it was definitely kind of crazy at times. But listen, do you want to switch it up and talk about the halfway house? Because the halfway house is where I had the situation 
with the rehab. That's where love. we met. Yeah, you were my rehab love, actually. But <laughs> yes, Nate P was my well, rehab love. Well, can I just say I brought up the halfway house the other day at work because we had an eight a.m. meeting. And mind okay. you, when you work retail, it's more so like the earliest you come in is a, at nine. So to get up at 6.30 and like go to a meeting at 8, I just went back. So at a halfway house, we had to be up at 7, before 7, but be downstairs. Wasn't it 7? Yes. For the morning meditation? Yeah, I think the latest was 7. I thought it was 8, so it could be either one of those times. No, it definitely was not 8. It was like 7, the latest. Yeah. So yes. mind you, we all go, you know, we're all up. I'm not a morning person. I don't know many morning people, to be honest, now that I think about it. And I'm yeah. telling my coworkers, I'm like, yeah, when I lived upstate in Saugerties in this home, <laughs> like, I didn't even know how to word it. <laughs> but I'm like, we'd have to get up for morning meditation because I'm saying how I hate the morning. I'm not a morning person. And I'm like, guys, you have to understand, there's like a line for coffee you have one moron who is the morning person cracking jokes. You want to kill them. Then you're going. Then people's meds are kicking in, what have you. Then you read <laughs> an excerpt, you know, a meditation for the day, and you have to talk about it. And I said, I'll never forget one morning this girl was poking fun at me, but not saying me, not saying my name. And I fucking lost it because she stole my underwear. Oh, yeah. And I lost it. I remember that. Mind you, we lived in the same room. I was up to get the, the single room. And I'm like, you know what? I really don't want to move my stuff. The next girl below me, I said, hey, you take it. Whatever. That could have changed a whole lot of things, by the way. If That's the butterfly effect. If that simple switch... Yeah. was made i feel like things would have went down differently yes so yeah and that's how quickly i mean again you don't know where people are coming from yeah 100 you're you're in with 16 strangers now you have to live with them instantly you walk in the door you have your bag and you just go okay this is your room on the third floor yeah. second floor first floor and you just that's how it is you know yeah. of course there's chores we always had to do chores and we went to uh an outpatient program from nine to one <laughs> nine a.m to one p.m and you know that was a whole different story we, we can have a whole podcast just on that but that was that was really good that was really good vibes you know we learned a lot we we chilled out we had lunch most of the time lunch was lunch good, was good. yeah blah lunch blah blah whatever good. It was the more like when we were actually there that it was just like, are you going to have arguments with these people? Or are you going to waste your energy to have fights with these people because they're really getting on your nerves or they're really you know, affecting what's going on in your life at that time? And a lot of times it would be like, yes, but we had so many different stories. You know, we did like seance in the basement and we fucking, you know, like there's oh, people were having sex. Of course, people having sex. If you have a co-ed. I did not, FYI. But I'm, but I'm just saying, me either. But I'm just saying, if you have a co-ed, I did make out in the bushes. <laughs> yes, yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. But yeah, let me just tell you about that real fast. As far as like a rehab love, that everybody has a rehab love. Well, I had a halfway house love because my halfway house love, I met. So you didn't on, have a rehab love. I didn't have a rehab love. No, okay. I did not. I did have that one guy that was extremely fucking hot. And I told this story before, Nikki P. <laughs> Don't judge me, but I know you're going to remember as soon as I say it. But there was the hottest guy in the world. And you have to realize, like, there's no action for 90 days. Nobody's <laughs> nobody's doing anything. Nobody is gay that I know that in there, or at least is acting, you know, like wanting to get down like that. Because if there was, I would have found them. <laughs> Immediately. Immediately. And I'm working in the laundry. <laughs> remember the story? I'm working in yeah. the laundry, and the laundry... The whole the whole shift in the laundry is like people would think like it's like a, such a bad job and people hated it because you would just have all your dirty clothes pinned together and they were just like, you know, put it, you know, give it to you and be like, all right, here you go. And we would have to do whatever, wash them and fold them and get them ready for whatever. So. Yeah. <laughs> so. 
So when there's really hot, the hottest guy that I thought out of 180 guys, the hottest <laughs> fucking guy that I couldn't take. Okay. Um, he was, I, when I was working laundry, he's just like, Hey, what's up? You know, here you go. And he gave me his clothes <laughs> and I, I definitely, uh, I definitely sniffed his underwear. So we're going to we're gonna continue. <laughs> we're going to move on. And my rehab love. Yeah, I am. And I told this before, so it's not like a surprise, mm. but yeah. It was definitely, it was one of those things where it's just like, you you know, whatever. I don't care. Judge me if you want. I have to, I have to do it because I'm a sick fuck. Um, yeah. So I had Nikki P, uh, somebody that I met on Craigslist because we're talking 2012, somebody that I met on Craigslist and then we started meeting up and everybody, including the counselors that worked there <laughs> thought that this guy was my fucking sponsor. So I was I was in a I was in a halfway house manipulating the shit out of everybody because that's that's what I I do best I know how to lie and manipulate that's what an addict does, so yeah. my sponsor aka my boyfriend <laughs> who be, who became my boyfriend would pick me up for my three hour pass we would go to his well, apartment wasn't he actually your sponsor first no he wasn't or no oh no. okay no he was never my sponsor. <laughs> No, there was a there. Was, I did have a sponsor that was really hot that I wanted to hook yes. up with, but he was like, he was bi and he was confused and he was whatever, and I was just like, yeah, this is this isn't gonna yeah. work. This isn't gonna work if I'm so fucking attracted to you. Um, so, but this other guy, yeah, he would pick me up on a three hour pass and we would just fucking bang like nothing, like for three hours. We would just fucking have sex and then he'd bring me back and <laughs> it was like one of them Be things. In a great mood. Absolutely in a great mood. So, yeah, we had... Uh, then I'd come to your door and say, can you rub my shoulders? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, let me see, Nikki P. I fell off my bike. I had a bike there. I fell off. I almost died. Oh, I remember that. Oh, I yeah. Mean, Patient Zero got injured a lot. I definitely got injured a lot. I had a problem with my dick. My urethra tube. There was something wrong oh, with yeah. it. That I had to have, like, surgery on it, like, while I was on Able House. And yeah, th- and he got the room that it was was away from everyone. Yeah, that was to the that kitchen. was amazing. Own yeah. bathroom. Yeah, solo room with a yeah. That was that was pretty amazing. But my you could my... have snuck out of there so many times. Oh yeah, so many times for sure. Did you? No, I didn't because my wow. dick was my dick was you know fucked up in so many ways. At that time, it was not like uh, really. I really I mean because that was not something that I was like. <clears throat> making up you know that was hey, something that i actually the story went with the driver <laughs> yeah then so because was... patient zero had all these ailments and he yes. would get car sick if he didn't sit in the front seat <laughs> yes he he kind of screwed himself anyway i definitely did yes because go ahead was... well there <laughs> I was just the... had to give the backstory well i had the, there was two drivers there actually <laughs> That I had an issue with one would just, you know, cause I'm like Nikki P I'm not a morning person at all. Right. So at, at eight, eight 30, you know, eight 30 in the morning, still believe just, she was high. Absolutely. You know, I, I would be in the front seat always. And from the time that I had the belt, you know, my seatbelt clicked, she'd be talking and I'm just thinking I'm just, for so, so from, so from that point for like a 20 minute ride, it would just and be I immediately put in my headphones. <laughs> right. And I felt like I was gonna die. I wanted to jump out, like while the car was, while the, the van was moving. I wanted to just jump out, and um, I I contemplated doing it. But the funniest, the funniest part about that was, thank God that Nikki P was there and and this other girl, because I remember looking back. Anytime I look back, like you would be laughing because you knew exactly, you knew exactly where like where my head was at. After like three weeks, I was like, oh fuck no! I know he wants to like jump out of this moving van. Yep, absolutely. Well, you, she definitely did pills, but I think yeah, the funniest yeah. part too was the aftermath when um you and I were on Facebook. <laughs> oh yeah. And yeah. like anything patient zero would would mess it or would like post about, she was the first to comment. So yes. it goes so far as to us making a joke like she's peeking through your window. Yes, yes. Or like she was in the same place as you as one one time, like a store. I don't know. Yeah. Well, she saw weird. me. She saw me one time when I was doing demos. Yes, that's what it was. And when she saw me, you know, that was it. I was just like, <laughs> oh, I got to quit this stuck. job. 
Yeah, I was like, well, I gotta quit this job, so let's keep moving. <laughs> I wanna know, you know, should and be And who was the other day. counselor? Yeah, the other driver, driver, real quick, was just an asshole. He was a fucking prick. He didn't believe me that I had, that I got really sick. Like, I really honestly got nauseous if I was not in the front seat. I Even in the front seat, I got nauseous, but I don't know what that is, but my motion sickness, you know, whatever, I really, like, it's really bad. It's really bad. Ask anybody if I'm in the back seat or, you know, from wherever. It's it's really bad. It can get really bad. And this yeah. is over and over and over and over. And he just didn't believe me. And he was like, you know, basically like, fuck off without saying fuck off. And then eventually after saying it enough and I brought in a note from a doctor, I had to actually get a doctor's note for this fucker. And then after after that, I think he got fired, didn't he? Who, James? Yeah, I think he got fired. Yeah, he did. I think I mean maybe that wasn't James the only. James was so tiny. Yeah. James we... was like the size of Granny. Yeah, and then exactly. his wife was like not the size of Granny. Oh my god, that's right. How did that work? I'm not trying to be rude. Yeah, we but... used to we used to call him uh, Mr. Hanky. Do you remember that song? <laughs> Do you remember that song that we did, Nicky P? No. I can send it to you if you don't remember. It was called like we are able to do something or whatever. It's it's a rap song that me I made with James, Dustin, Tori, uh, Kareem. Yeah, I don't know if you remember it. I'm sure Tori you Tori was in there? I don't think I lived there then. Yeah, Tori just did the after. <laughs> she just did the the end part of it. But I know you heard it, but I'll have to send it to you again. So oh, you can, damn. So you can listen. But that is the track of a lifetime. And I'm just so happy that that's still online. <sighs> Man. Yeah, we have. I gotta we, listen. We definitely went through some shit, Nikki P. But this is what, you, you know, know, this what? is what makes us. But all in all, it was a great time. And some people make fun of me for saying that, but I'm just like, it was a good time. It you was a good time. dealt with people who were like that their actual true selves in a sense, because you're living together. And yes. then you're just uncovering like things about yourself. And you're just like, oh. Yeah, 100%. oh, that's something I have to look at. Oh, wow, I'm still doing that, and it's just amazing. Like, yes, I talk to really nobody, but yeah, I'm sure like I'm in their thoughts and vice versa because like we yeah. did have a great time, and we really you get a connection. As rough and tough you want to be, like you'll always have that connection with yeah. those people. Hundred percent. I mean, for nine months, I was there for nine fucking months. <laughs> How long were you there? Uh, eight, seven yeah. or eight. I was there a while. <laughs> yeah, so we're talking a long. So almost of time a year, including the rehab. Yeah, exactly. So a lot can happen, and a lot does happen, and I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful that I went through that experience. That that experience helped me more than any of the rehabs that I went to. I can say that, you know, and and as much as it was just like you know warm and welcoming, and it felt like a family after being there for a couple months. Then you have stories like a psycho that came in because there's always new people. So you have like people yeah. that are you know connected and then you have a psycho that comes in and drinks all the hand sanitizer <laughs> and comes into my room and flips my mattress and says, I'm supposed to be living here. That's a problem. You know what I mean? Like that's an issue. So you, oh that, that's, God. <laughs> that's also some of the stuff that you have to deal with as well. But overall, ladies and Someone gentlemen, left it was... the house and oh, yeah. killed himself. Like, I mean, yeah. things got real. Yeah, you got to figure if it's 16, 17 people that are living there, but it's a rotating door. Uh, We were given bed bugs by someone, a a bed bug infestation. That was great. Yeah, it's just it was just we can honestly go on and on and hopefully. (laughs) And and it's not even that we're going to have part two. We haven't really talked about this for a while. So anytime we do bring this up. It's been a long time. Yeah, Yeah. it's been it definitely has been a long time. So anytime we do bring this up, it's just like, you know, look, this is how it is. This is the reality of it. If you need to go to, yeah, exactly. If you have to go to, you know, rehab or you have to go to a halfway house, I'm sure you're going to have your own stories. But these are, this this is always fun to to talk about for sure. You know, um, 100%. And, but at the same time, as much as we talk about it and we, and we, you know, reminisce and, and we, we have this love for it, I would never want to do it again. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the show. <laughs> that is the show Never. for tonight, ladies and gentlemen. 
never fucking again. It's such a shit show there now. I hear <laughs> it's been for the last couple of years. It's like we we when we got there, we got there. We at were the time. last of the good times. Yeah, hundred percent. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is the show. This is Mixture of Variety Podcast. And if you want to hear us live, you know, once again. Big shouts to the people that are coming in and out of the room. Castbox.fm is where it's at. You can find it on Apple and Google. Castbox, okay? Castbox, castbox.fm. Check Anchor. out the live cast right after 9 o'clock. That's the easiest way to find the live show. Or you can just search Mixture Variety and you'll see all our shows because we have 250-plus shows. If you can't catch the live shows, Nicky P, then it's all good because we are uploaded. We uploaded all all the uncensored and unedited shows to every podcast platform imaginable from iHeart to Stitcher to Apple to Google to Spotify to everywhere. You get the point. And um, make sure to follow us on IG. Our IG is at Mixture of Variety. Okay, so Instagram at Mixture of Variety. Definitely follow us there because then you'll know the 401 of the show and you'll know uh, what's going on with the show. And if I'm doing a, you know, a show, just a random show on the weekends or whatever it is, like if it's Savage Sunday or uh, Sunday Spirituality, you're not going to know unless you follow us on IG. Please follow us on YouTube. You can go to YouTube right now, ladies and gentlemen. You can go to YouTube right now and type in Mixture of Variety Podcast and that way you will see our channel. Even if you type in Mixture of Variety, you will see our channel. Type it, you know, type it in very easy. Uh, you will see 20 episodes of season one. And then we have four episodes done with season two. And remember, we have a special guest on Friday. I'm going to try my hardest to live stream it. I don't know if it's going to work because we, we always have difficulties because of the app that we use. I'm going to try very hard to live stream it. But Jay the Patriot will be with me this Friday. Ooh. Jay the Patriot. Make sure you follow her at Real Talk with Jay the Patriot on all social media platforms. So, ladies and gentlemen, I believe that's it for the show. That is it. I think that's it, Nikki P. We did pretty well. We pretty did it. Well, we didn't go too far over either. So, that's a good thing. Um, any last words for the people, Nikki P? Uh, yeah. Happy hump day, and I am calling it at night. All right. It sounds good. Love your face, Nikki P. Love everybody. Love you. Love Make everyone. Sure spread the word of the show like the Delta variant, please. <laughs> Make sure to do that. <laughs> this is this is your boy, Patient Zero. One half of the hottest podcast in the fucking world. You guys have a good night. We'll talk to Signing you later. Off. See you Friday. Deuces. Deuces.